We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Well, Left, um, Junior Day. Did you ever go to Notre Dame on a Junior Day? I did. I went when they played Michigan State at home. Did they win the game? No, not Michigan State. Sorry. But back then, Dan Tony was kind of uh, oh, it a was thorn. A, I think it may have been Navy at home or something like that. It was Navy. a one-off game. Okay. Day. Okay. Okay. How important is a junior day? Uh, just to the tone. If they, if, they, <laughs> if they are paying attention to you, it's a it's a huge day. But in my circumstance, junior day was important because I really wanted to commit early so I can just focus on senior year kind of thing. So it was more serious for me than it is how for some guys where they're waiting until the very end. So I was trying mm-hmm. to figure out where I wanted to commit during those visits my junior season off season. Yeah. So um I ended up going up there and that's when I committed after that visit, similar to how um this Justin Scott is uh, is proceeding to make an announcement after that Notre Dame visit. It was something similar. And I kinda got all I needed to get when I went up there from a, a direction and what I wanted to get out of it myself. So uh, the game was cool. Um and, you know, I really fell in love with the idea of what uh, going up there could do. And then I started recruiting my class soon after that. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. 
Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. If we go over to Irish Breakdown... I can't put my dance and jiff up quite yet. Mm-hmm. But like I said, dude, you know, we, we don't need crystal balls over at Irish Breakdown, bro. It's, Notre Dame is doing what they do, which is a great strategy, which is why Junior Day is probably more important for Notre Dame than anybody else. Someone asked me, does Notre Dame need to get more November slash December visits? to be more effective. And I said, heck no. Notre Dame needs to continue to jump out early on these kids and get them in the fold. Because going up against Alabama and Georgia in December, that's just not smart strategy. It's just not, right? And then you put yourself in a bind that if you lose out on kids, you still have to fill spots. And now you're just throwing in, just grabbing people late just to have a number. So. No, I wouldn't do that. This junior day was nothing less than spectacular left. Nothing less. You had, you had the, all the commits from the 24 class on campus for the first time together. Mm. Right? But this is the key. They didn't spend any time with the uncommitted guys. They just kicked it as a group. Took a group photo session. Did individual pictures. Rub shoulders with the 23 commits that were reporting early this weekend as well. So they got the full vibe of being part of the family officially, right? Even though they've yet to sign that letter of intent. The uncommitted players that came in, players like Bryce Young, whose father is a NFL Hall of Fame, College Football Hall of Fame, Notre Dame Hall of Fame, whatever you want to say, Brian Young is that. Brian Young is that. He brought his son to campus. You know, son is bigger than him, mm. height-wise already, towers mm. over him. He's not 300 pounds like his daddy quite yet. Mm. But, hey, it is what it is. Fantastic job. Now, you tell me this. Now, look, tell me if this, how you were taking this. So you pull up with your father, right, or who, whoever you pull up with, your family. And the Notre Dame coaching staff comes out and they're in black suits with earpieces and sunglasses. <laughs> they snatch you out the car. They frisk you. They frisk other people that are talking on the earpieces. And then they say, F and such and so is here. F and such and so is here. Cold red, cold red. Mm-hmm. You think that would have pumped you up as a teenager? I would have been intrigued. Okay, okay. Yeah, I'm like, what I got going on over yeah, here? Yeah, yeah, the kids liked it. 
The kids liked it. Because it's like we got to come different now. Because we can't we can't just come just knock on your door, drop a duffel bag off. Yeah, yeah. The kids liked it. The kids yeah. liked it. Now this you, is the funny important. part. The fun. This is the funny part. This is the funny part. So, oh man, oh man, Walter Matthews, bro, from Hiram, Georgia. Uh, matter of fact, let me show you how his his film a little bit later. Let me let me get that ready for you. So Walter Matthews from Hiram, Georgia, big time tight end, bro. Last two thousand twenty four from Hiram, Georgia. This kid is like sick already. Left, he's six seven two forty, bro. Mm. Six seven two forty, right? He pulls up. He happens to be sleep in the back. So they do the same thing. The only thing is, he sleep. So it hit a little bit different for him, bro. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know, he wakes up like, hold on, fam. Like, who are these dudes beating on the window in these suits? Like, what the heck is going on? So it took him a while. He's groggy. It took him a while to kind of get into it. And you pulling that big dude out the back seat trying to frisk him. He don't know what's going on. Like, hold on. Relax. <laughs> relax. Relax. It didn't go over as smooth as the rest of the kids that came. Right. But eventually he got the gist of it. <laughs> well, but just imagine 6'7", 240. Not really cooperating initially, and you still have to follow through with what you have to do on the coaching staff. I don't know about you, left, but I would have backed off. Like, hey man, look, hey, it's all part. Of, it's all part of the plot. We just, we just making fun. We just having some fun. But yo, since we're talking about this young man, dude, it's only right. It's only right that I give you an opportunity. To really dig into his film. Once again, Walter yes. Matthews from Hiram High School, Hiram, Georgia, 6 7 240. Left. Oh my God. <laughs> all do. All do. That's all I can say. Oh my God. Left. You know, I use, look, here, man, you just take it away, brother. Just take it away, Walter Matthews. Here we go. See, this is what we talk about. He's a different 6'7", 245. These are the type of players we really want to have. I mean, just look at how he's just on the field right now. Looks like he should be playing basketball. And he's fast. Oh, man, we need him. <laughs> we need him. Let just fell in love. Let just fell in love. This is what Darren Wall, uh, Darren, uh, what's his name from uh, Donnell Washington for Georgia. Oh yeah, this is definitely what he looks like. But this is like Darren Waller from oh the from Raiders. the Raiders. Just, I mean, just look how big of a target that is. You don't have to be accurate with this guy. Just throw it. That's literally a just throw it type of guy. I think that. He would add so much impact in the in the blocking game when he's standing next to uh, big players like Joe Alt and and Blake Fisher. 
and then you you have the ability to split it out, and and the speed plus the size makes you an unguardable player. I mean, just freeze frame. They had like six, seven guys need to tackle him. You would think we add an extra lineman when we put him in line with the tight end. I mean, with the tackle. I mean, this is a a player that you just want to have on the field, man, and on your team especially. It's just a matchup problem, and it, it fits. When you put a guy like him and Tobias in there, get a Braylon James in there, you, you're really working with something real dangerous and something dynamic that people, I think, uh, will have a real problem with. Uh, this is a player that's an X-Factor, a guy that would play first day, in my opinion. As soon as he get on campus, he's playing. He's playing left. He's playing. It's like get a Bayless offseason and you're on the field, son. That cat left say, oh, he's playing immediately. 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 Now, this is the thing, left. That was his That was his sophomore film, left. Mm, mm, you mm. want to see his junior film? It probably goes crazy. He got even better, left. I just wanted to give you double for your trouble tonight, left. Just double for your trouble, man. Let's get to it. There you go, love. Junior season. Oh, man. They're throwing screens to him. That's hilarious. <laughs> Look at this dude. Throwing screens to a 6'7", dude. <laughs> Just imagine being that tall and people still can't catch you. You that big of a person, and people can't even catch you. You still want them left? That's, that's a freaky anomaly. You still want them left? Man, what? <laughs> when you're saying, oh, yeah, he's fast, you're thinking Tyreek Hill. It's understandable. But when he's fast and he's 6'7", and you can't touch him, it's next level. It's the Victor Women Bio of pass catchers. Different. He definitely played basketball, so you know he got some, some ball skills. 37-inch vert, bro. Yeah. Yeah, come on. I know Michael Mayer's great and all, but from a talent, talent, if we like throwing it to the tight end every play, and we, we should get a player like this. This is the, the requirements to get the ball every play, is to have the size and speed of a guy like this. Malik is officially in love from a film standpoint right here on the Lucky Lefty Podcast. I mean, come on. He, he's probably what Kyle Pitts was to Florida in 2018. Well, that's a good comp. That's a good comp. But he's bigger than Kyle. Kyle was kind of skinny. This good kid, though, he put some weight on him. He's already 240 left, so you know he's going to get up to about 250, 255. Easy. How do you get around that body as a safety? You can't. You can't. Look at this. Because it's different if it was. Oh, my God. Because it's different if it was like, oh, I'll just play through contact. But he's 250. So it ain't like you just can hit him and break the ball up. That's crazy. Yeah, so left is in love, man. There you go. Hiram, Georgia. Sign him up. Walter Matthews. 
had a fantastic visit during junior day. His words. It was fantastic. He's out of the South. You know George is going to come after him. You already know that. You know George is coming. Uh, Fam. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. That's how when everybody go to sleep on a player like that and realize we can be that much greater with a guy like that. Boy, a school that's tight in you, you know. Yo, that's the type of kid that you lock in on early. Get on them early, bro. Let them fall in love with you early, right? That's why you know how it is in high school. You see a freshman come in, like, man, let me talk to her right now before the second semester when everybody else sees her and knows who she is. Let me put in my bed. Let me put in my bed early. That's right. <laughs> That's what Notre Dame has to do with people like Walter Matthews. Put in the bed early, lock them down. Then you had the twins, Gerard and Jacob Smith. You talked about Jacob Smith. He is one of the best. One of the best kids out of the Northeast area. You know, the Northeast is going to be really kind to Notre Dame. Preston Zinner, Owen Wafel, Gerby Lambert's the 24 offensive tackle that's high on Notre Dame, and he's high on Notre Dame. And then you have the Smith twins coming from that area as well left. Look, they solve not only the interior help on the defensive line, but Jacob Smith, who we're going to watch right now. He comes off the edge. He's pretty decent in coverage down the field as well. Got more than one move off the line. That's cool to see. Relentless. Good motor. Definitely got a good motor. That's what you want to see from kids uh, on high school tape that are athletically better than their competition. A kid that has a motor, just because we know you can easily get past the person, but do you chase the football down? Do you have good football intensity? And to be able to see a kid – knowing that he's more athletic and probably better than uh, his competition, still plays with effort and a motor and doesn't quit on plays. It's a good instinct and a, and a good sign to tell or a trait to have when watching film and, and, and evaluating players. So um, me seeing the effort and energy on plays and, and being able to get on tackles and stuff like how he's doing, he's definitely a great player that I think he could be a lot – of a good blitzing linebacker, a stand-up, maybe playing some uh, some uh, situations where he'd be good in the run game, but also the RPO game because he's long and he's athletic enough to play the pass as well. So uh, really good player, man. I would like to see what he looks like in the, more in the middle of the defense than the edge um, and see where it goes from there. Yeah, I like this kid, man. He's playing middle right there, coming on the blitz. He's one of those pieces where you can literally move him around, man, and just pick where you want him to attack from. And I dare not say, mention the name Micah Parsons, but this is what Micah Parsons did when he was at Penn State. Yeah, You know, they put him in the middle, then they would put him on the edge, and they just used his athleticism and his length to disrupt. We saw him in coverage down the field, covering the running back out of the backfield, and now you see him coming off the edge. Chasing down a man, look at that. And he's yeah. quick. Quick first step, motor, beast. Love to see it. Yeah. Once again, Jacob Smith also visit 
visited Junior Day. His words, him and his brother, they used the word immaculate. Immaculate left. They used the word immaculate when they talked about. Must have been around the Basilica talking like that. Yeah, bro. Immaculate. One of the things they talked about was the level level of comfort they felt from the staff. They felt a level of comfort. And I think it was interesting that they did not intertwine them with the committed players, the committed teams. They allowed Mm -hmm. them to have their own experience opposite of them. That's right. And that was really genius, right? That's really genius because you can get around the committed players and the committed players can kind of take over, right? Because they know they've been there. They they feel like they own the program or they take ownership of the program. And with these guys, they were all together. Brian Young, the Smiths, you know, Matthews, and the rest of the crew that came in. Man, everyone said it was an immaculate, incredible weekend. And once again, I think Notre Dame has one of the greatest ambassadors in the recruiting world in Chad Bowden. That's right. Absolutely. Chad Bowden, tip of the cap to you, my man. You continue to do an excellent job. You know, you're over the top, plenty of creativity. You're willing to take a chance. And, yo, the whole Secret Service move, to make the guys feel special, you won the day with that one. You won the day with that one. Lucky Lefty Podcast. Justin Scott left. So I talked to him. He, I'm talking to him Friday night because he had a basketball game. And I was touching base with him. And in the middle of us having a conversation, he tweets out that he'll be making his announcement on January 31st. Now, Great. When I, talk, when I talked to him Tuesday, he said that he wanted to focus on his basketball season. But it was clear that he wanted to get things out of the way. Right, because he just randomly dropped his top eight that Sunday before, and he was talking about being man. You know, I want to get it over with. I don't want to drag things out. And, you know, he was talking about taking maybe a few more visits. You know, in the spring, and then all of a sudden, we wake up Friday morning and we see Notre Dame tweeting out that the entire coach coaching staff was going through the state of Indiana and going through Chicago for a blitz. And they made their way to St. Ignatius College Prep right there in the South Loop on the outskirts of downtown Chicago. And they go in and they meet with the coaches and everything turned out amazing. Amazing. Let me give this last part of the conversation I had with Justin Scott. You know me, left. I purposely, purposely ask certain questions to see where someone's mind is at. And I asked the young man, flat out, today meant a lot to you, didn't it? He said, yeah, definitely. That's it. That's it. In my opinion, 
and I've shared this with people, the conversation, and I, that's just a bit of the conversation I had with him. The conversation I had with him on Friday, when I left on Tuesday, I felt like it was a three-team race. Now keep it a buck. After talking to him on Wednesday, the love he showed with me for certain things that were part of the Michigan program, his love for Notre Dame that he's always had, and then on top of that, Ohio State, being Ohio State, I always felt like those were going to be his top three schools. Always felt like those are the top three schools, right? I've always said from the jump, going back to last January, February, when I was talking to this young man, before he even got an offer from Notre Dame in May, he was begging for a Notre Dame offer. Wanted the yep. Notre Dame offer. It was, it was just a wrap. It was a wrap. He was a lean. If they had really jumped on him early, he probably would have committed during the year in the fall, flat out. After I talked to him Friday night, I don't I don't even think it's a race anymore, left. No? Nah. 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 It was a three-team race to me last Tuesday. After talking to him Friday night, my opinion, this is my opinion, I don't even think it's a race anymore. I don't, I don't well, think it's a race. I mean, that's exactly what we need. We need guys that are making the commitment like that, uh, sees the value in it. I mean, there's definitely value in what we're doing at Notre Dame. And for him to move up his date and, and, and to be confident after the visit, saying it's immaculate, I feel like that's a done deal right there. Yo, let me tell you something, man. And this is the importance of Chicago, right? No other city has more Notre Dame lettermen in football than Chicago, bro. Notre Dame has always been Chicago's favorite football team. Always. Always. The brand in Chicago took a hit because of Brian Kelly. I'll just keep it a buck. Brian Kelly had no desire to recruit Chicago. He was so focused on SEC, South, da-da-da, that he just totally ignored, alienated the coaches in Chicago. The only person on the staff that came to Chicago was Tommy. He was the, he was the contact for Carnell Tate. He was the contact for Malik Elsey last year. Like, Tommy was the contact for the defensive recruits in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Tommy was the only one on the staff that was literally like, yo, pay attention to Chicago. Now, literally, the four kids – that Notre Dame love in the 2024 class from Chicago. See, they recognize J.J. McCarthy, Michigan, A.J. Henning, Michigan, Carnell Tate, Ohio State, Jalen Brown, Ohio State. What's my man that was the tight end down in Alabama before he transferred over to Texas? They came from a CPS school here in Chicago. There's like, there's plenty of talent in Chicago. Plenty. Plenty. You're 70 miles away. That's a layup. That's a layup. And when you get a five-star in your backyard at the most important position left, what have you been begging for? What have you been begging for? We got to go get what? That up front, that 300 plus. 6'5", 315 already left. Already. 
That's all we want. Out there guarding threes on the perimeter in basketball season. Six, but look at you, boy. I, boy, you just perked up, boy. Did you see I left just put his hands back like that, perked up? That's all six, we five, need. Six, five, three, 15, guard threes and twos on the perimeter. That's right. Let me tell you something, man. It's just my opinion. January 31st is going to be an extremely happy day for the Notre Dame fan base. That's right. That's just my opinion, left. Just my opinion. Just my opinion. Yeah. Jaleel Billingsley, the Billingsley kid. He went to he went to Alabama and then transferred to Texas. And then got suspended this year. I don't know what he was on. And then I don't even know if he ended up playing. Maybe he did. I didn't see him in the bowl game. But anyway, there's plenty of talent here in Chicago. Plenty. Right. Plenty. And it's happy to see Marcus Freeman paying attention. And saying we need to open up that pipeline once again. Lucky Lefty Podcast. So that's that's it. That's enough intel. That's enough breadcrumbs for Justin Scott. So everybody can get off of the, you know, get off the ledge. Stop complaining. Stop talking NIL. I told you during the week when I talked to him Tuesday, the young man said, nah, don't worry about that. So relax. So we talked junior day. Talk Justin Scott. We gave you film. That's what we do. That's what we do. Anything stick out from you this weekend left other than that? Man, excited to see where this offseason takes us and trying to catch these Cowboys Tampa game, man. Got some got some got to. Got <laughs> to. So we got <laughs> man, please, where you lay the money left? Where did you lay the money? Did you do parlays or you actually did a bet with somebody? We did a better my roommate, so. Oh, you know. You're going to win win that already. You already know what's Already. It's time to get petty. Oh, we did a good job executing. Are you upset with something? And fire up the Petticoat Junction train. I just don't like you. You don't? No. What is today's Petty Historic Petty Junction? Petty Junction, Petty Historic of the Day, brought to you by Noah Whiskey at NoahWhiskey.com. That premium American whiskey at NoahWhiskey.com. Andre Rising, former NFL wide receiver, did an interview on Art of Dialog- the Art of Dialogue. Pretty interesting conversations, bro, especially when he talked about the love triangle of him, Left Eye, and Tupac. Like, check it out. It's some pretty interesting stuff. He, I was like, okay, this is some funny stuff. But this fool feels like he should be a Hall of Famer. I'm not here to argue that. Over 10,000 yards, 700-plus receptions. You know, like, dude, that's, hey, you can debate. This man said I was better, better than Jerry Rice when I was in the NFL. That man lost his mind. Absolutely lost his mind. That dude wasn't better than Jerry Rice on the Raiders. 
Yeah, that's that's almost up there with that Scotty and Michael Jordan stuff. Now, hey, we we can put Michael Jordan and his son on the petty train with that Lars and stuff for the for in, the, in but, cahoots together in cahoots for eternity, bro. Yeah, for eternity, right? Last but not least, hey, Kirk Cousins, you going on a petty train, bro? Mm. Fourth and eight. You throw a three yard out to the tight end, and then say, "Oh, which is we know we've been getting yards all day underneath." Get him out of here. That's why he's called First Cousins. Talking about Justin Jefferson was double team. So what? They took them chains back. I know that after the game. <laughs> you you like that? He liked it. Man, are you kidding me? Terrible, bro. Fourth and nine. There's only one place to go with the ball, bro. That's, That's right. It. That's it. That's it. Brandon Staley and the Chargers. Y'all were up by 27 points, though. 27 is a bad number to be around. 27 points, bro. Mm-mm. Goofy mistakes. Just goofy mistakes. Man, lefty lefty podcast, man. Sorry we got to you guys late. But we couldn't leave you without content today. That's we'll right. be back. Our boy BQ is supposed to get up with us this week. That's right. So hopefully he'll get up with us. And we're going to have a great week of content for you with interviews and content, discussing things about Notre Dame, what's happening in recruiting, and what next season is going to look like. Don't forget Apple Podcasts, Spotify, CFB Nation, and Conjunction with Irish Breakdowns. The Lucky Lucky Podcast. You already know we spin it different. For the original Lucky Lefty, Sean Davis, the Nora boys are out of here. Go enjoy NFL Wild Card Weekend as it culminates with the Cowboys and the Buccaneers. We'll see you tomorrow for another edition of the Lucky Lefty Podcast.